Disney squelches the rumors that they can't find the cast for Aladdin by announcing the main three in the cast of Aladdin at the D23 event. Meanwhile, the monkey that took the photographer's camera took some pictures and also sued the photographer for the rights to those pictures is now the blame for that photographer being out of cash completely. And the 13th Doctor was announced after Wimbledon. And no, we're not going back to David Tennant. We're doing something brand new with this thing. We'll talk about those three stories and more great things from the great weekend we had in conversations. Today is July 17th, 2017. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Jay Cleveland Payne. I'm your host for the podcast at This Is Conversation. This one being the Daily Recap Podcast and being for the day, July 17th. Now, July 17th is Monday, so we'll recap the daily things happening that we conversated with from three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Now, hopefully you're with us on Saturday for our weekly wrap-up podcast. On Saturdays, we have a wrap-up of the seven days we had prior and what were the top ten stories. Some other great stories that, of course, don't make the top ten. And we've debuted our interview segment, which we're calling the interview segment, and our interview segment game, which we're calling the brackets, which is essentially brackets on the stories. We thank Jay Jackson for so graciously giving us some time and check him out and all the things he has going on in Little Rock and growing around the nation at jjacksonentertainment.com. Meanwhile, let's get in on the conversations we had for the weekend and start talking about them right now. Now, to make sure that you don't get left out in any conversation, we need you to be a part of the conversations to let us know which ones are the top ones for the days and for the week. You go to our social media and follow us and interact with the stories as they come down all day long. So on Twitter, follow TH underscore conversation. On Facebook, look for This is the Conversation. And we are, of course, at thisistheconversation.com. Thank you so much for being a part of all that's going on. Let's get into some pretty heavy things to begin with. Starting off with a second suspect charge after Cosmo DiNardo confessed to the Pennsylvania killings. Now, this story got even weirder and even stranger a day after DiNardo confessed to uh, the killing or being a part of killing four young men in the rural area of Pennsylvania. Now, two cousins, Cosmo DiNardo and Sean Kratz, both of them are 20, are charged with conspiracy of robbery, abuse of a corpse, and possession of an instrument of crime. Why did it get so weird? Here's how things start off. First, Cosmo took one man out into his family's property out in rural Pennsylvania with the intention of doing a drug deal, but instead basically killed him and try to hide the body. And then he and his cousin went out to the same place to three other people. They were going to take them out in the woods and rob them and leave them kind of out in the streets. They ended up killing them as well and hiding them in a different spot. The uh, charge for um, the whole abuse of a corpse and things like that, uh, apparently they tried to burn one of the corpses. They tried to run over one of them with a backhoe, which they well they didn't try to, they actually did, to um, kind of break up the body and do some other things to kind of hide the evidence of where it was. Now, people have been searching for the missing men for about a week or so. They've been missing about two weeks at this point. Uh, found the remains of the one single man by himself. Donardo confessed and brought his cousin in on the charges, of unfortunately, and uh, they he basically told them where the other bodies were found. So the families will be able to bury their loved ones, which is what they were looking for. And, of course, these young men will probably face a lot of jail time uh, after doing these very weird deeds uh, for the reasons not quite yet explained. 
Big-time basketball recruit Marvin Bagley III may skip his high school senior year to become a college freshman right here, right now. And that's not such a big thing for doing it. It happens not so much all the time, but big-time recruits often uh, end up reclassifying themselves, shifting their years, uh, usually between their junior and senior year so they can get into college on the right time. They usually don't do it between their senior and their college year because a lot of it is paperwork and a lot of it is just kind of dealing with the issues of, of what's going on. But three big names you may have heard of, Andrew Wiggins, Andre Drummond, and Noah Von Lau, have done the same thing in the past couple of years, and they all were top 10 draft picks for the NBA. Now, the big deal for Backley is he's 6'11", he's listed as a forward, he's uh, got a great bunch of skills, and he could go fairly high, maybe number one, in the 2018 draft, which means he has to be playing and eligible for that draft uh, in 2017 going into 18. That's this year. He also already has big-time commit possibilities, possibly going to Duke, possibly going to USC, and assuming that he is one and done, uh, they would probably take him. He's the number one prospect in the country, and he may change out and skip his senior season or technically reclassify himself so he can start classes as a college freshman this year and work things out. I'm not sure exactly how it works out, but for the money and the talent, and so many kids got a good heart and everything else going great for them, let the kid play, let the kid make some money, let the kid do what he's going to do. Some Trump things for the weekend, starting off with the White House Legal Counsel on Russia uh, adding a new member to the team, which gets larger and larger. This guy's name is Ty Cobb, and yes, he is related to that Ty Cobb. He is a great, great, great nephew or some such uh, down the line for Ty Cobb. And one of the biggest pieces of advice that one of the talking heads gave this weekend for Ty Cobb is to take his Louisville slugger into the White House with him, or at least his uncle, his granduncle's Louisville slugger with him, and use that to put some sense into the staff there, including his new boss, Donald Trump, for the legal counsel. Meanwhile, uh, late in the weekend, and this got a lot of love from Donald Trump in the way of uh, tweets that said that it's a stupid uh, deal, is that Trump's new job operating rules hit a law all-time low for the history of polling. Literally, since they've been polling history, uh, then since they've held polling history for job approval ratings for presidents, since they've been counting the numbers and looking at it, President Donald Trump is the lowest ever. This coming out from an ABC News poll, so ABC gets the blame for that and took a bit of the brunt from that from the president with some tweets yesterday calling the poll stupid and wrong and all kinds of things that he could do. So there's that that the president dealt with. Also, more dealings with the Russia probe and specifically what's going on with his son, Donald Donald Jr., who apparently changed the story a couple more times over the weekend. That, of course, we'll see how that plays out for the next couple of weeks, I'm sure. The new Doctor Who is announced. The 13th Doctor has been announced. Uh, David Cavapalli has been or is leaving, so the Doctor will once again regenerate. Now, regeneration is a thing that's how they basically classify uh, changing the character for Doctor Who. Doctor Who was created as a science fiction character for radio beginning and then going on to British television, and we got to see it via the love of PBS. Um, whenever a new doctor took over a role, they basically said he regenerated into a new body. There was a talk about only so many regenerations, and then that got canceled when you know they found that Doctor Who was making a lot of money these days, and a lot of people kind of want to get into it, but not want to stay committed to it for decades like some of the past uh, uh, actors had. And um, this is um, a thing. And here's the, here's the deal. They've been talking over and over again about having a female doctor and the 13th doctor 
although the number may not be so unlucky. Pretty lucky for Jody Whitaker, who is now the new doctor coming up for the upcoming season. So we'll see the end of Peter's role and the in the beginning of Jody's role fairly soon. Oddly enough, this was announced at the end of Wimbledon, uh, Wimbledon, I should say, and um, David Tennant, a past doctor, was shown in the stands watching the, the match, um, which had people wondering, maybe they're regenerating to another doctor. Not happening. Jody Whitaker, the first female doctor, will be on the screens. And whether she'll have a female or a male companion, I guess that's soon to be found out. Now, the man who had his camera stolen from a monkey, uh, and the monkey went on a basically a wild day of taking pictures, selfies of himself mostly, and that became printed, which later became the property of the monkey. Yes, because the monkey actually took the pictures, even though it was a stolen camera from the guy. That became a pretty big issue, a pretty big deal for both wildlife uh, activists and photographers who deal with the copyright infringement issues all day long. Well, in being sued by the monkey, or at least by groups representing the monkey, who can't do much of the money anyway, we found that the photographer who dealt with this is dealing with bankruptcy. He can't keep his business alive because he can't do enough work to pay for the legal fees that keep getting taken care of for the monkey. Monkey obviously not paying any legal fees and won't do much with the royalties anyway. But uh, it comes an issue for man versus animal in these cases and the capital rights of your, what you, of ownerships, uh, intellectual rights, should say, of stuff. Does the monkey actually own it? Can't really do much with it. Does he really care? Probably not. But in the process, you go back and forth. When you think about copyright infringement, back and forth, and think about all the things we humans deal with, in trying to keep our money in our pockets and not spend extra money on other people's stuff that we may have inadvertently taken, this becomes a pretty big issue, pretty international issue as well. Rapper DMX, speaking of money and having no money, is was arrested and on evasion of taxes, $1.7 million in taxes. Of course, DMX having lots of issues uh, past his actual status as a big-time rapper, a number one selling hit maker. And, of course, depending on issues with the law, with his, uh, with his children, with his children's mamas, and with the government basically for not to pay in taxes. The government will get you for taxes pretty much every single time. They just may take a little extra time to get to you. We're talking about Floyd Mayweather needing this fight so he can pay off his taxes from two years ago. We're talking about DMX running from taxes from a while back in arrears, $1.7 million, and he was arrested and brought in for that specifically. Now, we had a lot of actual little little deaths to talk about for the weekend, starting off uh, with a Thursday into Friday death for a stuntman on the set of The Walking Dead. The season eight production has been halted as they are dealing with uh, the accident there. Um, a longtime stuntman, a veteran stuntman dying from a stunt uh, on the set, and we'll see when production resumes for the very popular series of Walking Dead. Meanwhile, some names you may have heard of, uh, veteran actor Martin Landau dying yesterday at the age of 89. Known for the original and legendary Mission Impossible television series, studied lots of, of things and did a lot of things, including winning an Oscar for uh, the aging Billy Lagosi in um, a movie and, of course, playing in just all so many things. He's a recognizable name, actor, and face in plenty of movies. Meanwhile, director Night of the Living, the director of Night of the Living Dead, George Romero, dies at the age of seventy-seven as well over the weekend. And Bob Wolf, a legendary sports broadcaster, eighty years on broadcast, uh, he called the no hitter, the perfect game by um, Don Larson for Yankees in Yankee Stadium. He died on the weekend as well 
at the age of 96. And Disney is dispelling the rumors that they can't find actors who look like they are Arab to play Arab roles for the live-action Aladdin because they found them. Uh, they have announced via their D23 event, which had a lot of great, amazing things, including the Avengers uh, footage that you'll probably never see until the movie comes out. But they announced uh, Mina Masood will play Aladdin in the film. Uh, we'll have uh, Naomi Scott, who played the Yellow Power Ranger in the Power Rangers movie. And they also confirmed that Will Smith is the genie. Guy Ritchie is going to direct. Those reports came out as well, and Guy Ritchie is confirmed as well. A lot of real casting came out of this one, of course. Will Smith had been talking about playing a genie, but then he was talking about being in the upcoming Dumbo movie. There's a live-action Dumbo. Yes, it's all over the place. But he's not going to do Dumbo, apparently, or if time works out, maybe later on. But first, he will deal with the genie now that we no longer have uh, Robin Williams to do the genie. It'd be great if he could reprise that role. There's only so much that CGI can actually do for anyone. And very quickly, even though we're trying to stick to our new rule on brevity, this is one we just can't miss up. Jamie Dixon is the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase, one of the largest banking functioning groups in the world, obviously one of the largest ones in the United States. And they had a quarterly earnings report um, on their credit quarter earnings report released on Friday. And of course, there's always a call from the CEO that kind of talks about what's going on, how the company's doing, what we're looking towards, good, the bad, whatever. Now, in the middle of the calling call, call of the call, he gave about a four-minute tirade on the good old USA. Yes, America. He's saying as he travels the world, because he does that on the global stage for his bank, it's embarrassing the amount of dysfunction that D.C. has right here, right now. Not just in general, not the whole Make America Great Again thing because America was going down the tubes. It's the right now, it's the people in charge right now, it's what's being done right now by the current administration. Not that the other administrations were the greatest, but this one right now is really ridiculous. The stuff that people are asking him about our states and what goes on D.C. is weird. And he is, quote, tired of listening to the stupid blank. And you can fill it, whatever, if you really want to, but the one he used happened to start with an S. He went off for about four minutes on just how dealing with other people in other countries in how we're dealing with our stuff here in, the, in D.C. specifically, in America and the overall greater theme of things, has become a bit frustrating for his travels, and he wishes that some people in D.C. would figure it out, become mature, and just get stuff done, as opposed to running their mouths all the time. You can apply that to anyone in D.C. you want to, specifically. And those are the stories that we chatted about all weekend long, three days of days for the daily recap for the 17th. We'll have plenty of recapping for today, we're sure. It's all based along lines of what sort of things happen in the news today. We opened up today with a story from um, from BuzzFeed that's been rolled over the place over the evening into this morning on some R. Kelly stuff, which is some pretty serious R. Kelly stuff, even in the scheme of how serious R. Kelly stuff can be. So we'll have that to chat about. Hopefully you will see that and respond to that one. Or anything else that comes up all day, we want you to respond to as well. Follow us on Twitter, TH underscore conversation. Follow us on Facebook. This is the Conversations House. You find us. And follow us on the web, 
the main web at thisisaconversation.com. Stop by, check out the great features on the website, and, of course, just reply and give us some feedback inside the stories that are posted there. Make sure you lose, listen to tomorrow's podcast as you listen to today's. Make sure you share the podcast with some friends, some enemies, and maybe even a couple strangers out there that may listen to you. And ratings and reviews of the podcast and just anything in general always helps us spread the words of how we're doing. Of course, lets us know exactly how we're doing, lets other people know why they should pick up on this great podcast. We love all the podcatchers. We love all the platforms. We seem to be an Android-heavy platform and a Stitcher a uh, heavy platform at the moment, but we love it wherever you come from. And if we're not on the podcast um, platform that you like us to be, you just kind of stumble upon us someday. Let us know. We'll make sure we get ourselves in that inventory, in that registry as well. In the meantime, I'm also found online at jclevenpain.net. Find out all about my other big projects and sometimes not so big projects uh, that are listed there. And I, at the end of every issue, I say thank you a couple times. So thank you. Thank you. That's a couple times for being the great people you are, being into news, current events, all sorts of things like that, and wanting to have these great conversations, showing us sometimes that the big major networks get stuck on what they think are the big breaking things and forget about the other news stories that need to be discussed. So that's why we're here. Thank you so much for joining us for this ride. Another ride tomorrow as we go through the Monday stories for a daily recap podcast tomorrow for this, this conversation. Network.